This is the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast, the last episode of the 2021 regular season, which felt like it took five years to complete. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. On today's episode, the Sixers did it, and they clinched the one seed for the first time in 20 years. We'll reflect on the regular season and look ahead to potential playoff opponents. We'll also discuss playoff concerns and Sixers-related myths. So with all that being said, here is First Name Dane. Welcome to the end of the season edition of Sixers Group Therapy. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I think uh, we certainly did with the Sixers clinching the one seed. I am your host, Alex Wynn. I am with the gang as always. First, the most important pizza critic in Philadelphia. That is June 1. Dude, I'm going to surprise you. I think Pizzata's number one. Oh, <laughs> Really? Wait, what else yeah, did man. you have? Uh, what's that pizza call we had yesterday? Hot and honey? Oh, that one. It was like the Salsicio oh, or something. Yeah, it's fucking good. Before June, it was Angelo's first was first before. Yeah, but I think I gotta go to Pizzata. I on my drive home wow. today. I had a you know, I was thinking hour <laughs> one. Wow. I think Pizzata is it. Because last, last night you were undecided. Mikey's going to be really happy that wants to hear this. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> Next, we have someone who should be cashing out on a large rookie of the year bet, but isn't because of lack of playing time. That is Lonnie Debach, Dave DeBacco. How are you, bud? I'll tell you what. I'm trying to tell myself why Maxie and Paul Reed aren't AI and Kevin Garnett right now, honestly. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on a whole other level of, of uh, euphoria and optimism right now. Let's let's dive in here. I'm ready. <laughs> I saw someone post a meme. Uh, it was like b-ball breakdown or whatever on on Twitter. It was it was Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Garnett celebrating the championship. But it said uh, Maxi, Paul Reed, and like like John Joe. Tucker or something. Here. <laughs> Isaiah Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, we have someone who's coming off of a very large dinner and who had a four loco this weekend and is alive here to tell us about it. JV Mubbins, how are you? I had two sips and I think I blacked out. <laughs> I didn't even know they still made those. Neither did, did I. I, I. They had two of them. I was celebrating some dudes, I think just graduated from, I don't know, got his master's degree. And someone surprised him with like a surprise drink. I thought it was gonna be tequila or something. That's and they whip out two four locos. I'm like, all right, I got I gotta try it. <laughs> what if they're like 10 years old? Like they, they were stashing yeah, them. Probably were. That's the last time I had one. <laughs> anyway, guys, since our last pod, at the time, the Sixers were one game back of the one seed, and we all correctly predicted that they would end up snatching it. And they did. They uh over was it Friday that they beat the magic and they clinched the one seed. Also the New York Knicks, the New York Knicks today clinched the fourth seed, which guarantees that the Sixers will not see the Miami heat in the second round. 
and Miami's going to end up playing the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. The play-in tournaments are almost locked in. We have in the East, the Celtics playing the Wizards in the 7 versus 8, and the Pacers versus Hornets in the 9-10. The West, though, it's almost there, but the Lakers or Portland could end up in the 7th seed, depending <coughs> if they win tonight. Uh, Denver versus Portland. So but Denver is in the 3 seed, so they can basically choose who they want to play in the first round, depending on how they perform tonight. And then uh, they will end up playing the Warriors who are locked into the eighth seed and the Grizzlies versus the Spurs in the nine, 10. But before we dive in, I have a review to read. Let's go. It is our 21st review right before the playoffs, which is, uh, you know, the beat review. Yeah, (laughs) it is by Cohen Esquire. Titled Shake Esquire. 24 episodes in, and I'm finally ready to leave a review. Haven't missed a second of this five star commentary. The only podcast out there that focuses solely on the Sixers and still goes two plus weeks between episodes. You won't hear any other podcasters readily admit that they regularly miss games of the team at the center of their podcast. Also, the only podcast on the market where four guys who haven't played organized basketball since high school <laughs> drop hot takes straight out of a Stephen A. Smith school of journalism. Jesus Christ. My personal favorite <laughs> is the ongoing storyline that the only way to win is to trade the likely uh, defensive player of the year. There we go. <laughs> he couldn't help alas, himself. <laughs> alas, all, and, alas, and all the jokes aside, these guys are the real deal, providing commentary straight from the diehard Sixers fan base they proudly represent focusing on the Jimmy's and the Joe L's in parentheses rather than the X's and the O's. None of us understand anyway. This is your Sixers group chat come to life. Jump on the bandwagon now because much like the team, this podcast is going places. Five stars. Very very nice. Fellas, do you have any response to (laughs) Cohen Esquire here? He nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty spot on. Yeah, pretty spot on. I, I, this might be our, our best review yet. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty up there. But guys, uh, now on to the content. I got to ask you the first question: How did you enjoy the regular season as a whole? Hey, Jude, you every first. second of it. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Dave, go first. <laughs> no. <There you> go. <laughs> Uh, oh my God. I don't know. I feel like we're, I feel like I'm right back in, um, in little rock and we're coming up on the bubble and we're all bright eyed, bushy tailed guys. I think we can really do it. Chase going to start and it's, you know, it's going to unlock everything. Oh, uh, and then two weeks later we get swept in the first round and I'm feeling like, uh, look, um, all right. Um, gr- feel great about the season. First of all, one seed, number one seed in the Eastern conference for the first time in 20 years since the magical year, the year that we all fell in love with basketball. Shout out to AI and Larry Brown and the squad. Uh, that's amazing. Um, in this COVID shortened season where everyone's miserable and, and out every other week and hates each other. We made it to the finish line with good vibes. And uh, what was that big? Good health. The whole uh, thing that Embiid wore tonight, the giant chain with for good vibes. Whatever. I'll take it. It worked. We made it to the finish energy. line. Yeah, that must. If he'd been wearing that all year, then it, it worked. Um, and yeah, I feel really good. I think uh, you know, Doc unlocked Toby. We got the most out of Toby. Um, still have some PTSD creeping in the last couple of games, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he will uh, that he will show up in the playoffs and and carry us. 
you know, when, uh, when Embiid can't, and, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. And, uh, I mean, we'll talk about the seeding more. I know you mentioned it before Nuge, but like, my God, man, just whoever we end up playing in the first round. And then, you know, you have to assume we're going to like, we, all right, we're literally being <laughs> gift wrapped. We are being gift wrapped a fucking cakewalk to the Eastern conference finals. And I'm, I'm going to say that and without jinxing anything, because it's true. Like this is a gift. This is a fucking gift. Like if we don't make it to the Eastern conference finals, we're going to have to rebuild around Maxi, Isaiah, Joe and deep up all the summer and fucking trade everybody because we're healthy. We're clicking. We have a real coach, a real coaching staff. We have real players around our big three. The vibes are high. We have veterans. We have young guys. We have stars. Like, and we have home court advantage the entire way. Like, this is it. On the 20 year anniversary, we have a real chance to do it. And uh, like I said, I mean, come on. We're going to play one of, we're probably going to play the Wizards in the first round, the Wizards or the Celtics, one of those two teams. And, you know, they're both, Boston is a, is a shell of itself. And Washington is like, we can beat the fucking Wizards unless Bertans just goes nuts and averages 35 or something. And then Knicks Hawks, winner of the Knicks Hawks in the second round. Are you kidding me? We, we avoid Miami and Milwaukee and Brooklyn until the Eastern Conference Finals, assuming we get there. Like, come on. This is like, this is right here for us. And uh, if we don't capitalize on this opportunity, we got big fucking problems. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge if we get there. It, it would be the most embarrassing oh. moment in Philadelphia sports history for me. If yeah. we didn't get to the Eastern Conference. So like what you're saying is true. I know we're all scarred and we don't want to jinx it. But what you're saying is 100% true. There's no reason we shouldn't get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, that will be a discussion for later. But uh, June, you're next. What uh, what do you? How do you feel about the regular season? The Dave regular it, season. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was perfect. Well said, Dave. Regular season. I feel like the past few years, every game I like stressed myself to watch it and be very stressed after we win or not because. Always there's some flaws or something that I that I see personally. And I'm like, oh, this is going to haunt us later. But this season, it felt really long, but I didn't feel too stressed watching every game. Like, we know how we're going to play, like, towards the end and just get, get to the playoffs healthy, which we did this year. It's And it's something we haven't had, what, the past, like, ever, right? That we're all healthy, Ben and Joel. So that's that's a good sign. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now it's the real season. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. And this is what, you know, this is what's going to determine the fate of the offseason, I think. Yeah, and, so, and Bede has, like, openly admitted, maybe too honestly, that he's kind of coasting through the last few weeks. So you're right. This is it. It's, a, it's our time. Um, you know what, really quick, you know what really stood out to me? That the NBA season's really fucking long. I can't believe we do this every year. And this was a shortened one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's it's just a long, grueling season. And like Gene was saying, with not stressing about the regular season wins and losses all the time, is like sometimes you do drop games, even the good teams do. And you, you can't stress about all of them. It is funny because we stressed about them last year and we ended up being right. But, you know, it's whatever. Uh, JB, what are your thoughts on the season? I mean, if we went – back to the beginning of the season like what did not go right i mean i'm sure on our list of topics is going to be how we flipped our roster 
that's that's part one. Two, we got the first seed and avoided all the teams that we wanted to avoid. And three, we have a healthy roster going into the playoffs. Like, that's – what else could we have asked for? It's also right. crazy to think, like, not – what was it? Maybe like three months ago, we thought that we were going to have James Harden. <laughs> like, man, time fucking flies. That feels like two seasons ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This the season felt so freaking long, you know. Um, sorry, JB. Back to what you were saying. Um, that's yeah, it. I, <laughs> I uh, I had a I had a point. I was going to say to responding to what you to what you were saying, but I, I forgot it. But um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, we were talking about the long season and it's just, it takes a lot of luck to get through. Oh yeah. You were saying that things went really well for us this season. It takes a lot of luck sometimes. And, you know, sometimes the great teams have luck. Like the, can, I can't imagine like, you know, how the Warriors got the five straight finals. Wow, pretty much really? like <laughs> pretty much they stayed healthy until the end, you know, and we're just praying to get through one season healthy and, we got through it. We got through the regular season. Now it's the playoffs. And this is probably the first playoffs we had been and Embiid healthy going in. Uh, 2018, Embiid broke his face. Yeah. 2019, Embiid had that hobbled knee and then got gastroenteritis. Last year, Ben hurt his knee. So this is the first time we're having both of them healthy to start a season, uh, postseason. So uh, Dave kind of alluded to it already. Who would you like to meet in the first round? And who would you least like to play? Give me the options again. The Celtics, the um, Pacers, the Wizards, and the Hornets. Hornets. Let's fucking sweep the Celtics. Yeah. Please. Yeah, that, would be nice. that would be nice. But I, if, could, I, I would love to play the Celtics. All right, so – yeah. How does this, how does this work? So Boston and Washington are seven and eight, so they play each other for the seven seed. Correct. Winner of that game is the seven seed, and then the loser of that game plays the winner of Indiana and Charlotte for the eighth seed. Wait, seven doesn't play ten. No. Uh, seven and eight play each other for seven. Nine and ten play each other for the chance to play the other loser. The loser for eight. That's why, uh, like, today's yeah. Grizzlies-Warriors game was so big because that was for the eighth spot. Basically, if you're seven or eight, you have you only have to win one game. If you're nine or ten, you got you got to win two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also say Celtics. Did I think Dave agree to Joe? June, would you like to play the Celtics the most? Oh yeah, Celtics without oh, no Jalen Brown. Brown. Yep. Yeah. I, I think I'd, I think it would I'd be like, like to. I'd like to play the Hornets the most, but I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to happen. And and beating Boston is still like is something we have to do. Like is a right exactly. Passage, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now I got to ask, who would you least like to play? I know June's answer. Maybe the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, the Wizards or the Pacers. I could see like Brogdon and Sabonis just going absolutely mental on us and beating us in the first round. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say the Wizards as well. I think they've been playing well since the All-Star break, if I'm not mistaken. I think they were, like, pretty low when they, they got all the way up to the AFC. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, you have some star power there. Uh, but in the end, I think it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll take anyone at the AFC. Like Dave said, we're being gift-wrapped a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals, not really worried about who we're playing. And uh, But it does – you know, you do have to take into account the matchups, but – 
I think we're going to be fine either way, but if I had to choose, it's probably the Wizards. Um, what do you guys make of, uh, of the Lakers and Portland situation? Because Denver is playing Portland. And they're the tanking. Playing, yeah, and the Lakers are playing New Orleans. Yeah. So we don't know who's going to be in the seventh spot yet, and we don't know who's going to be in the sixth spot. And Denver right now is, a, is tied – with the Clippers, but they had the tiebreaker, so they're the third seed, and then the Clippers are the fourth seed. So all I well, all I know is Jokic is so fat. I hope Denver <laughs> gets swept out of the first round in embarrassing fashion. That's all I want to happen. Is fucking I want Jokic to win MVP. I want Jokic to get first team All NBA center, and I want him to fall on his fucking face and get swept out of the first round by Dame Lillard. That's all I want. All I fucking want. That's all I care about happening. So. Which Just make it happen? Just not make to, it happen, boys. Not to count the eggs, but the Blazers are up pretty comfortably. So if they win, they lock themselves out of the play <laughs> tournament, right? right? They get six seed. They have the yeah. tiebreaker, obviously. Yeah. Okay. And then the wow. Lakers play the Warriors. That is so fun. That's insane. That's, it's great play tournament. <laughs> but then the loser has to like. There's no shot. The loser of that loses to the Grizzlies <laughs> or Spurs. <laughs> that was like the. Like best case scenario they could have ever imagined for the playing tournament. Yeah, but can you imagine being Phoenix? The Suns? <laughs> oh, and like your first round is going to be against the the betting champions who just got healthy. That's so funny. Oh my god, that's brutal. That's that's brutal. Also, how great would it be? I'm also rooting for Utah to lose in the first round, which is very likely. Very oh, likely, they're gonna too. they're gonna get either the Lakers or the Warriors. Or the Warriors, oh, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I would love for Steph to just average fifty a game against them too. <laughs> All right, fellas. Now going down the line, assuming we win the first round, who would you like to see in the second round? The Hawks or the Knicks? Knicks. I don't know. Yeah, probably the Knicks. Trey Young scares me. Lollipop scares me in a seven game series, but the Knicks really just grit. Grit's only gonna get the Knicks are like the two thousand and nine Sixers. Like they're just like they're gritty and they fight and they scrap and they're a 500 team that, you know, always gives effort. But like at the end of the day, they just lack the the uh, the star, star talent. Power. Yeah, they, they lack the, the star power to really get you to the next level. And therefore, um, I could see Julius Randle and, and putting up a good fight and playing tough. But Trey Young scares me in a seven game series. I am actually I would pick if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd take. The Hawks over the Knicks in round one. Sorry, Mark. Oh, that's a good question, too. Sorry, yeah, Mark. Who, you guys, who do you guys Lovely think is going to win? <laughs> Wait, so, uh, I will take the Hawks, too. But I'm just looking at the box score of the Knicks beating um, the Celtics today. And when me and Dave were leaving the golf course, he said that J- June texted us and said, Nerlens. And I'm looking <laughs> at the box score. He had two points. <laughs> <laughs> what, I think he had a big defensive play at the end, June. Yeah, two like, great blocks. Oh, let's, go. Go. let's go. Let's go. helping out the Sixers. Go. Love Nerlens. Always love I Nerlens. would I think I I think the Hawks are going to win too, but uh I would more likely <laughs> like to play the Knicks for the reasons you just said, you know, they don't a uh, gritty defense. It would be a pretty low scoring game, I think. I think pretty hard fought series and a lot, very physical, but I think they don't have the firepower to match up with us. Every game would be like 85 to 85 at the yeah. end of, at the end of the regulation. How about another thing going our way? And again, sorry if this is going to be a topic later, but we were so sad that we didn't get Nerlens, and then we got Dwight. And Dwight oh my God, was with like the the best. Just never question Daryl. 
I guess that's the summary. Yeah. Yeah. Questions Seriously. Yeah, we were we that was we were all thought it was questionable what had happened. Well, like the uh-huh. Lakers uh, fucked them, right? Like something weird happened with the Lakers at first. Just something weird. Something weird has happened with Dwight every for the last five teams he's been on. Like he's just there's been one common denominator. Dwight, something's wrong with Dwight everywhere he goes. He's a misfit. Nobody likes him. They all hate him. He's a terrible locker room guy. And then all of a sudden here he is, and he's like brings our team together in in the most harmonious way, the harmonious way that I, I that we've ever seen. Have we ever seen anything like it? He's the frosty guy now. He loves DJ. it. He loves it. Yeah, he really is the new DJ. He's he like the heart the, and soul. He, of the team. he does the uh, the post game parties in the locker room. He's he's he the great music. He's got the aux cord, all that. He's jumping. Uh, he's up bring, and down. He's bringing the young guys in the ice bath after the game. We gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Tyrese, come on over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he um he he he's dancing around during the intros. He's like mouthing the process as they're announcing Embiid. He he he's been the teammate of the year, and he seems like he's been. He should have been in Philadelphia this whole time, you know, ever since yep. he's been coming to NBA journeyman, he just should have been in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a, that's a great, that's a great point you bring up JB. Cause I actually want to talk about later, like how some of the role players, how we felt about them this season and everything, but we will get to that uh, before we move on June, who are you picking to win the Knicks versus the Hawks and who would you rather play? I, yeah, I think the whole one, but I'll rather play the Knicks. I saw the last today that Celtics game. There's a lot of dependency of the Knicks on Reggie Bullock, and I'll love <laughs> him to try to beat us shooting 10 threes a game. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we were uh, careful. What you, careful what you wish for. Oh, no. <laughs> we, weird, weird things like that have happened to us, right? Marcus Smart. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but getting to uh, some of the role players, I want to know what our playoff rotation is going to look like. I know it's going to look like, and I know we talked about it, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because Doc in a recent press conference said that he wouldn't be surprised if they went 10, even 11 players deep. Guys, please tell me that wouldn't happen. (laughs) If it does happen, it's got to be because Maxi is get Look, Tyrese Maxi should start. I'm not even fucking kidding. Tyrese Maxey should be the starting point guard. He should run the offense. He should be the primary ball handler in the half-court offense all the time. He's unbelievable. For Is he still 19? Is he 20? Whatever. 17. It's seriously. He fucking <laughs> – it doesn't matter. He could be 12. He, the way – he is everything that we have needed since forever. Like, he is that t- kind of player, and he's like – He's so polished for his age, and he should play. He deserves to play so many minutes, and he won't because, I mean, this is one thing. I don't – I mean, I have this terrible feeling in my stomach that uh, he's just going to go right back in the doghouse, and we're not going to see him at all in the playoffs. And we're going to need him because you know where I'm going with this. It's going to look – it's going to start looking clunky at times, and it's just we're going to – Maxie's going to have to play. He has to fucking play, and if he doesn't, I'll be so mad at Doc. I'll be so angry. Sorry to go off on a tangent there, but I uh, Maxi should play. And if the rotation's that deep, it's got to be because Maxi's playing, not Mike Scott. I don't want to see fucking Mike Scott in there. He he has to, and uh, it's actually I have a we're gonna have like a, a myth or fact section later in the pod. Ooh. And one of my questions was about Maxi and playoff myths, but we'll get there. We'll get there. <clears throat> All right. Um, we're no. Well, no let's, 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 let's bring it up while we're talking about it. My my myth or fact question was Maxi deserves 
playoff minutes over Shake Milton. Yeah. Max. I like, yeah, Maxi over Shake Milton. No hesitation. Shake, you'll, June, you'll hear pondering it. What do you think? Shake who? Well, do, well, do I want that or is Doc going to realistically do that? Do you want? Oh. Does he deserve? Does he deserve? Okay. Those are yeah, two I different think, questions. I think, I think <laughs> Those are two different questions. It. I think, I think Shake is going to play. I think Shake's going to play. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I. I wanted to happen, but Shake's gonna play. So we're looking at our starters. You know, MB, Toby, Green, Seth, Ben, mm-hmm. and that would leave Dwight, Corkmaz, Thibel. Nice. That's up to eight. Shake would be nine. Maxi would be ten. But George oh, I Hill. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's ten. If that's ten, and then Maxi would be over the or eleven. Maxi would be left out, probably. Yeah. I'm not yeah, saying he should George be Hill. left out, but. To, uh, Doc would leave out Maxi of all the people, right? We agree. 100, 100%. I, I agree that Maxi deserves a chance over. I'm not saying Shake deserves a chance too, I think. He's been shaky as of lately. His three point shot's gotten better, but I don't think Doc should hesitate if Shake's struggling to, to throw in Maxi instead. Is Furcon locked in? I fucking love Furcon, mm-hmm. but I, I think yeah. he has to be. He's been hurt. The shooting. Um, I saw a recent graph on Twitter, like the defensive efficiency, and he's like right in the middle. So he's not hurting us. He's not like great, but he's not hurting us. So if he can not hurt us on defense and shoot the three as well he has as he has been, uh, he's got to play. Yes, please. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. Wow. Wait, real quick. What is normal? Like seven man rotations or eight? Eight or nine. Okay. Eight. Eight or nine, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought it was nine. on the lower end. That's just from watching the Sixers. I I don't remember. I don't recall from other teams how deep they went. And if that's the case, if it shrinks, I could see Furcon falling out. I could see Doc going defense over offense. That's what I yeah. would have guessed. Yeah. So of the starters, and then Hill, Shake, Tease, and Dwight off the bench, and then Ben and Toby play some four minutes. I could see that being a nine nine man rotation. How good has Thibel been? So good. Obviously out, but like his defense is absolutely phenomenal. He might make the all defensive second team playing 20 minutes a game. It's like I've never seen anything like I love our young guys. I'm more excited about these young guys than the process young guys. Like <laughs> I was talking to my dad earlier. Like we had so much fun watching this game and it was fucking not a, not a single pups. starter played. This is like the most I've enjoyed a game in so long. It was just stress free, <laughs> all, all gravy, you know, anything – Maxi dropped 30. Paul had set Paul Reed had 17 and 12. Are you kidding me? Isaiah Joe had 17. He was stroking. It was glorious. It was all fun. They, they took care of business. They just, they're real NBA players. They're so good. Rajon Tucker. I love him. I hope he's here forever. It's just, uh, it's great. I don't even know. That's the most fun you've had all season. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Seriously. Easily. Mm-hmm. You tell me I'm, I'm we just... get 30 minutes of B-ball Paul. I, I, it's, it's fantastic. I, I, I get it. Uh, it was, it was carefree basketball. It's fun. Uh, I realized I forgot to give my answer about how I'm enjoying the season. I think that was the most enjoyable season I've ever had. Yeah. Probably in our modern, going. in our modern life. Yeah. I mean, we're the one number one seed. I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't free from my meltdowns. I melted. <laughs> I, I had a meltdown every three days, but it, it was very enjoyable. We, we feel like we can be contenders. I don't, we'll get to that later. If we really are like, a possibility to go to the NBA finals, but uh, I, I had, I enjoyed the season, but you, I, now that I'm thinking about it, that was a very enjoyable game. Like, it was exciting. Like for not having all the starters, 
I appreciated them making it like a flashy highlight game and everything. It was, it was, it was fun. You're right. Um, anything to add about the playoff rotation before I move on? Mm. I want yeah. to get your thoughts on the Nets and the Bucks because before last podcast, it was before they were playing twice, I believe. And the Bucks ended up taking both games. No Harden, of course. Who do you think wins the second round series between those two? Because I, I, I jump back and forth. I hope Milwaukee. Is <laughs> Same. Are even going to make it to the second round? Because they're playing the Heat? Yeah, they're playing the Heat. Whoa. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, my that God. That would be horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Milwaukee's getting bounced in the first round. Milwaukee had their chance if they really didn't want to play the Heat to just tank that game because they really didn't need it. And they're going to finish three behind the number two Nets anyway. But wow. they blew them out. And they basically guaranteed themselves a, a trip or a matchup with the Miami Heat in the first what round. A, but maybe what a favor maybe, for us. Maybe they want to beat them. Maybe there's like we gotta get over the hump, kind of like us with the Celtics. <laughs> they, they they need to do this. Maybe that's how right. they feel. <laughs> All right, guys, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We could debate whether or not that's far enough. And actually, that's that's gonna be a question. Whatever, so, Bucks. We'll take the cakewalk. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I well, I mean, the Nets have full strength. They have mm-hmm. Harden. Who knows if anyone beats them, right? But I really can't believe it played out like this. This is fucking crazy. I'm just looking at the standings. I cannot believe it. Do you guys remember me saying that the big three for the Nets may play less than 15 games together? Yeah. How many they they end up playing together? Nine, ten. I didn't even know they played like any. Oh my god. Oh wait, tonight might have been nine, but still less than ten. Oh wait, I heard it played tonight. (laughs) The eight, the numbers eight. If Milwaukee beat Brooklyn, that would be amazing. I mean, I uh, Sixers Bucks Eastern Conference Finals for the twenty year anniversary of the wow. Sixers Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. Let's go! It's destiny. Yeah, it really destiny. is destiny. Truly is. And fuck the Nets. Yeah. Fuck yeah, them. I agree. That that would have been interesting to play them though, but we'll see. We got a long way to go. We can't. Uh, we got the first and the second round, so we'll see. I'm gonna if, if they somehow do get bounced. We would have we never played their super team this year. <laughs> like there was injuries every game we played. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It On was, both sides. A, yeah, the first game they set out Durant and Irving before they traded for Harden. The second game was only James Harden. Oh wow. And then the, the third game was only Kyrie. <laughs> Crazy. So we have no idea how to play out. Uh the Bucks, even the Bucks, we never played them at full strength. So we didn't really get a good measure of how we match up with them. But I think we have an idea based on past seasons being as they have a very similar team besides, you know, they have Drew Holiday, who I think does make a big difference for them. But I think Dave's right. I think if the Bucks end up being the Nets, it's a huge break for us. So. <clears throat> and then if we play, I mean, the, but I don't know. I mean, if Brooklyn's healthy, I don't know. because Giannis has Ben syndrome a little bit in the playoffs. He's way better than Ben, but he definitely gets, gets that little Ben syndrome where it's just like when the game slows down, he's just – that's not his uh, – that's not where he really shines. So, uh, I don't know, man. The, I don't know. The, the playoffs are such – we talk about this all the time. I know I'm being a dead horse. It's such a different vibe in the playoffs. It's a different sport, you know. And uh, let's let's talk about Ben in the playoffs because, you know, this was inevitably mm. going to be brought up because we saw that heat game. And it gave us PTSD. They – I don't know if the Sixers were really 
going that hard in that game. But I don't like to use that as an excuse. But they were basically sending double teams Embiid's way all night, and they were packing the paint for Ben. And that showed me flashes of what could have possibly happened if we played them in the second round. Are you guys concerned about that Heat game? And just talk about Ben in the postseason. How do you think he's going to play? June, you go first. I see you. I see you laughing over there. We're we're on brand with this review from uh, from Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Well, I think the first two series, we'll see a good Ben, because you know we're playing perhaps Washington or Celtics, then maybe the Knicks or the Hawks, and we won't see that Ben till maybe Eastern Conference Finals, but. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I think we're going to see that guy again. I'm going to get mad. And then, oh, trade him, trade him, trade him, trade him for Beal. And then, Ooh. oh, did I say that too early? <laughs> pretty, it's pretty early. I, don't, I know when in our private chat, Dave said he's most looking forward to the offseason, not the playoffs. <laughs> that, was before the, yeah. that was before the young guy night. We're all happy now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do think that's too early. We'll get to that. If yeah. he's putting up stickers in the playoffs, I'm not talking about the offseason right now. I uh, think, uh, look, he Ben is what he is. Like, as long as he, I think that he will be locked in on defense and it'll be like really impressive and uh, we'll be excited about it. But I think, like, I'm not expecting him, I'm not expecting anything out of him on offense because that's just not really ever what his thing is. Toby, on the other hand, Toby needs to be good. <laughs> Toby needs to be like, GameStop Toby. He needs to be GameStop Toby for us to have a chance because he can't, he can't disappear. If Ben disappears, it's Ben. That's what he does. He disappears. Tobias can't disappear. He needs to continue this most. I mean, Julius Randall's the most improved player, but I mean, Toby should, in my opinion, should really be in the discussion. He should have been an all-star over Ben should have been an all-star over Ben, especially at that point in the season. Um, Toby's kind of cooled off a bit, but um you know, and, and Ben has, you know, had a stronger end of the season. But at that time, um, Toby absolutely should have been the all-star for us over Ben. And uh, he he has to – he can't have any stinkers like he historically has. Toby's never had a good playoff showing in his career. Um, the, his first ever playoff experience was the um, process this – the, the, you know, Redick and Butler and Toby, and we made the late-season trade and – you know, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk about how that went. And then the following year was the bubble. I mean, last year it was him and Embiid in the bubble, and uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And uh, but now Doc's here, and uh, we're positive now, and <laughs> he's going to be great because he can't not be great. So let's go see him be great out there. You look like you're cringing as you say that. <laughs> he's going to be great. I'm being positive here. My uh, so good. My friends who listen ask me why I don't like Toby so much. And I think it's because of that game four versus the Raptors where he went two of 13 from three that we lost by five points. Yeah. And I never forgave him. I never never forgave him for it. I never forgave him for it. And how how could I? It was, it was hard. Game four was more heartbreaking for me than game seven. But uh, to your point, Dave, that's absolutely correct because Ben can conf- affect the games other ways that Toby can't. 
that if he disappears on offense, it, it is it's what he does. It happens, you know. Toby, we need him to be good on offense. He's going to be the secondary scorer to Embiid, mm-hmm. and he hasn't shown that he can step up in the playoffs. Last year, no Ben, horrible playoffs, like absolutely terrible. We got swept, so we need Toby to be at his top performance. And he got off to a hot start this year. I think he's kind of cooled down a bit. Maybe it's because the Sixers as a whole, has they've kind of been coasting through the last three weeks of the season. I'm a little concerned. But like he's, you guys said, the first ahead. few rounds, you know, not hard, like really, really, really tough competition. So we'll see. Go ahead. He needs to average at least 25 points a game efficiently. Oh. Toby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. I don't think that's crazy. In the regular season, he averaged 20 points a game in the regular <laughs> season, and this is where the you know it's not cutting time. We're we're expecting Simmons to go in his shell offensively. He needs to fucking step up, and he's averaged yeah. 25 points a game. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy to hope for. I don't think it's unrealistic if he can like you know if he can channel that game stop energy. He should average 30 if he channels the game stop energy. More so minutes, let's see. So yeah, more minutes. The rotation shrinks. Um, you need a one like the game slows down. You need ISO buckets. Like it's Toby time. ISO Toby. Yeah, let's go, Toby. Prove me wrong. Yeah, let's fucking go. Don't, don't let me. Don't let me take a victory lap. You make me eat shit, please. That's what you should. Do. Uh, anything else about uh, Ben Toby in the playoffs before I move on to our our myth or fact segment? I'm excited for this. <laughs> JB. Nothing. Uh, I'm just scrolling through Paul Reed's merchandise website. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, good. I'm gonna get a sweatshirt. <laughs> Alpha right, Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, beautiful. I'm gonna give you guys a statement. You're gonna tell me if it's a myth or a fact. So I got I got five statements for you, and we'll go in the order that I introduce you. We'll do. You can you can just say it. But whether it's a myth or a fact, and just give a reason, you can go, you can go on and on, you can do whatever you want, and then we'll move on to the next person. So June, Dave, JB. First, we should be concerned because we haven't beaten a good team at full strength in what seems like weeks. June. Myth. I don't think we should be concerned. I think in playoffs, defense carries over, and I think we have a really good defense, which will carry over. And I don't think they're ready for to see this kind of a playoff defense, like like other good teams, like the Bucks. Let's go. Not concerned. Love it, Dave. I'm with June. God damn it, myth. <laughs> That's a myth. We're, we, I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen what I needed to see this year. We are, uh, we are, we are for real. I'm not, I'm not concerned. JB, same. To see us play one of those teams, sure. But we're not not a good team. We're going to be fine without that trial run. We weren't even playing them like full strength anyway. Like right. when we played the Heat, we threw Ben on bum ass Duncan Robinson. <laughs> like that wasn't our real strategy. Yeah, like if we if we were playing the Heat in a seven game series in the second round, Ben would live in Jimmy's ass the entire fucking series, <laughs> and and he would and it would be we would love every second of it. It would be really great, and I think. Uh, I think Doc did that on purpose. I have a feeling. I, I really have a feeling that Doc didn't uh, strategize the way he would if it uh, if if there were stakes, there was some skin, you know, in the game, and uh, I, th- I think that was calculated. 
I'm going to say myth too. We, we've seen this team, how they can be at their best. So like I said earlier, and be admitted he's been coasting through the last month of the regular season. So I'm not concerned. Number two, contenders do not dodge opponents. That being the Bucks in the heat, the Nuggets or the Clippers, kind of more with the Clippers. It seems like the Clippers are trying to dodge the Lakers so they don't see them in the second round. If they stay in that four or five bracket, they end up playing the Jazz instead of the Lakers. Is that a myth or a fact, June? Like purposely dodging? Do contenders – contenders don't dodge opponents. Is that a myth or a fact? Yeah, that's a fact. But like how our playoff run looks like now, people will say we're dodging, but the seeding's in place. Like, yeah, we we're waiting. We do won it. our games. Yeah. Fact. Wait, Nuge, Nuge, is your question like, should uh, teams try to dodge or are teams trying to dodge? Basically, yeah. So basically, if we're doing in the question, like, yeah, teams are obviously going like, Re, like evaluating who they're going to see in the playoffs. I'm not saying the Sixers, they got the one seed. They deserve their track that they get. I'm, I'm not talking about the Sixers, actually. Oh, God. Um, are you saying it's like, I mean, we, is it a we, sign of weakness? Yeah. Like, should, do you think they actually, like, should, is it smart? How about I rephrase the question? Is it smart for them or do you think it doesn't matter? Is it smart for them to try to control who they play or do you think it doesn't matter? Fuck yeah, it's smart. What, why? In every aspect, there's very and this is like Daryl Morey talk. There's very little ways to get an edge. So why not try to play a team you're less scared of or match up worse against? Like, oh man, I would I'd be tanking all day if it meant we get to play the Hornets instead of the I don't know some better t- the Heat or something like that. Yeah, I'm with I'm with JB on this one. Short answer, I'm with JB. The reason I brought it up is uh, there was some discussion because a lot of Sixers fans were all rooting for the Knicks. We were because we wanted to see the Knicks or the Hawks in the second round rather than the Heat. Mm-hmm. I think that's smart. Like, why? We got the one seed. Mm-hmm. That's the, re- the reason you get rewarded with the one seed by having an easier track to the Eastern Conference Finals. And let's be honest, the Heat aren't a normal, you know, bottom seed. They Yeah. We can argue that last year what could have been a you know a fluke, but they have a guy who's going to make the All NBA team. They were hurt for most of the regular season in the beginning, and they started getting hot. So I don't see any reason why teams shouldn't look at and take a peek at who they're playing. Cause it's smart, like the like the Clippers and the Lakers. The Lakers are defending champions. They have the arguably the best player of all time. So that's completely different. Uh, I'm going to say that. Uh, it's it's smart for them to look at it. I don't think it's like it's not the end of the world sometimes, but you know maybe you can control your own destiny. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk shit on the teams that I don't like that do it. But if we were in the situation, hell yeah, I'm trying to get a better matchup. <laughs> we already talked about number three, and that's uh, that Maxi deserves playoff minutes over Shake. So I'm gonna skip that one. Number four, myth or fact: Joel Embiid will make the All NBA first team. Not that he should. That he will, and this is in the hands of the NBA writers. June. Ah, oh, it's it's a myth. It's it's a myth. All these writers on their podcast, they're all, all trying to find out how to put Embiid in the second, so they can fit Luca in the first team, or I don't know who else. I think Kawhi too, but it's uh, he's a 
number two in MVP voting, but going to finish outside the top five best players in the NBA. Kind of ridiculous. Idiots. It, hacks and idiots. They're all hacks and idiots. I, uh, I really can't believe it. I can't believe that June's right and it's a myth because you guys have been saying it. The media has already made up their mind. I've been, I've refused to believe it. I've been kind of like, you know, again, right on brand with the pod. I've, I've been like not <laughs> listening, not on top of NBA podcasts. Like I usually am in the last couple months. And uh, I just, I've refused to believe that there is no way Embiid. how could he not win MVP? Just everything. The storyline where the one seed all year, He's finally, I mean, yeah, he missed 20 games. He missed, you know, a nice chunk of the season, but he still played enough to be eligible. You know, he was the first center to average. I mean, what do you average? Like 29 and a half points a game. The first center to average 30 points a game. He ever, let's call it what it is. He averaged 30 if you round up since who was the last person to do it? Shaq? Moses. Moses. Yeah. Shaq it wasn't never even Shaq. did it. Shaq never averaged 30. You know, like he had that good of a season. I mean, when he, that game against Utah, when he hit that step back three to send it to overtime, like, in that moment, I said, okay, he won the MVP. It's his to lose now. And I really can't believe here we are, and he's really not going to win it. Like, it really feels like – it's almost like good. Just more fuel to the fire. You know, Chip, I want to see it. I want to see him pissed the fuck off in the playoffs. I want to see him angry, aggressive. I want him to have a 50-point game and scream at the crowd, I'm the fucking MVP. I'm the fucking MVP. I want to, I need to see it. And I think I have a feeling we will. I have a feeling we will. And uh, more fuel to the fire. Let's go. That's amazing. JB. Uh, exactly what Dave said. I don't even, I don't even know how the all NBA teams are voted for. It's, it's NBA writers. Yeah. Has it always been that way? Yeah. Which is ridiculous. You know why? Cause the all NBA determines their scale of pay for the next few seasons or whatever. Which we're past that for Embiid, right? Like his Supermax, those like all NBA things had to happen a couple years ago or no? He already got his big, he got his big balloon pay, I think, already. Making an all NBA team or something. Yeah, I thought so. That stuff's, yeah, I I don't know. I I just, the only stuff I know is through Nuge and June posting like this writer said this or this writer said that. So it sounds like he's not going to get it. And fuck yeah, Dave, let's get him. Any extra motivation added up? Let's do it. Yep. Yep. How, wait, how did Toby get that much money if he never made that an All NBA team? Maybe because it was like his third contract when Embiid uh, was his second contract. Yeah, I'm not good at that stuff. That's a good. Point. Yep. Uh, anyway, anyone? When do they announce the All NBA? Is it mid season? Like they don't do it mid mid playoffs anymore, right? They do it in the off season. Do they have that stupid award show now? Yeah, I think it's. It might be after though. We'll see. I'll, I'll look into that. I hope it's before so he gets noted. He might know anyway because I think Embiid's a pretty tuned in guy. He's uh, he's always lurking social media. I think he knows the disrespect that he's getting. I oh, try yeah. to tweet at him so he sees it. But anyway, I can't believe he's not going to make the All NBA first team, which I think is a really big disservice to his season. Mm-hmm. He's had an historical, historically great season, and he's going to be an All NBA second team. So he's been this good. For this many years, the NBA's never seen a center like him since, like, they went through a really bad phase with NBA centers that Joe Kim Noah was an all-NBA first-team center. DeAndre Jordan what? was an all-NBA first-team center. And you're telling me Embiid five years into his career is not going to have an all-NBA first-team? That's absolutely ridiculous. He's going to finish second, like June said, in MVP voting and the 
the media still doesn't want to put him on the all NBA first team. The NBA did the right thing and made him eligible at forward or center, obviously to get the two best players this year, arguably Jokic and Embiid both on the all NBA first team. And the writers still don't want to do it. That's what blew my mind. They got an out to do the right thing. And they're still playing these mental gymnastics to get him off the all NBA first team. They're trying to put Luca in there. They're trying to put Kawhi in there. One Zach Lowe argued for Jimmy Butler in there. Are you <laughs> kidding me? We're, we're just put the five best players in the NBA and the all NBA first team. And that should be it. What are we doing? They're always arguing for positionless. The NBA all-star game is positionless. It's front court versus backcourt. The best three front court players have been Embiid, Giannis and Jokic. All NBA front court. That's it. That's Wait, what it so- should be. They're weaseling Luca into a forward. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yes. And you know what Bill Simmons' reason for saying he was a forward? Because Russell went at him for that. He said that, oh, Luca guards forwards. Uh, Making him eligible as an all NBA forward. I listened to I listened to Dinuj. I couldn't agree more. I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons and Jackie McMullen this weekend. And after they basically didn't even entertain Embiid in the conversation. Like all they did was just, you know, he missed too many games, 20 games, you know, it's too bad. And then, but Jackie McMullen had the gall to suggest LeBron James. Oh, should be on the first. And then she said, yeah, I know he missed games too, but when he was playing, he was just so good. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, it feels like it feels coordinated. This whole, it feels like something like there's, it really does feel court. It feels like coordinated propaganda. I'm just going to put my tinfoil hat on. Something's going on. There's something going on. And there's like Adam Silver put the call in. Like, I don't know how else to just put a finger on it. I really don't. It's just between like some of these, some the way that some of these games have been refed and like, you know, I don't know. We talk about it all the time. All this weird shit that happens. I don't know. It just feels weird. I, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's baffling to me. Like reasons they use against MB, they're using four other players. Like, what are we doing here? What like, what happened? Like, I don't know. I, I think it's ridiculous. I think the the NBA even gave them an out. And they're like these. What baffles me is these are some smart writers, too. Like Zach Lowe. Zach that Lowe, I know you're better me. than that. I know you're yeah. better than that. Come on. Mm-hmm. That really surprises me. Um, it is what it is. I hope Embiid is aware of it and he uses it as motivation and for him to be shouting like I'm the MVP, that would give me chills. That would be amazing. Oh, it's coming. Uh, I'm the captain now. I've already seen it. I've closed, I've closed my eyes and seen it. It's going to happen. <laughs> I see it every um, night. <laughs> one stat I'd like to point out before I move on to the final question is the Sixers are 120 and 32 at home in the past four seasons. So home court advantage is a very big thing. I don't Say know what again. anyone says. What's our record? Their wins, 120. Losses, 32. At wow. Home in the last four years. So yeah. it's a big thing for us. So, hey, listen, get versus the Brooklyn, almighty Brooklyn Nets. If you could somehow get a game seven in Philadelphia, all hell could bro- break loose. It could be anything can happen is what I'm saying. Nick Foles. <laughs> hell yeah. You know? Well, channel Nick Foles energy. He'll ring the bell game seven, hopefully. Oh, man. Maybe be Sam Hickey ringing the bell. <laughs> Joe Morey tweeted <laughs> that he wants Sam Hickey to ring the bell. 
Wait, Dave, did you say to me yes or to us yesterday that if we play Indiana round one, that TJ should ring the bell or something? No, but I love it. <laughs> I don't remember who said that, but I was dying. Um, my final question, I'm going to give a little background. So the Sixers clinched the one seed. And there was a lot of relitigating the process on Twitter. But Monty Jones doing some stupid tweet about how, like the process was over last year and the fans rightfully so going at him and him arguing that the process took too long, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we have uh, someone's opinion. I respect uh, Tony Yantos said that he doesn't think this proves that the process worked or anything. So my final question is, did the process myth or fact the process work? I thought, yeah, I thought we were fact. I thought this was like, the process was to turn us into a contender, a real one. And we've been contenders. We just shit the bed with bad decisions. I mean, maybe that's just giving us a cop out because Elton Brand was our GM, but I don't know. I, I think it's crazy to say the process did not work. Anyone, anyone that doesn't think the process worked is dead to me. I don't want to be associated <laughs> with them. They have a low, they have a low IQ. I just, I don't want to be associated with anyone that doesn't think the process worked. I've, I've nothing further to say to anybody that doesn't agree with that statement. June. I feel like this process product that we've been preaching and that all the processors have been preaching, it was kind of like cheapened when, you know, NBA took over. It's like, this is not really the product that Sam Hinkie had in mind. Well, he, he wanted to create a contender, but it's not like a finish that he wanted to see. You know, it's it's you have Ellen Brand's mess that we have as considered the process, and I don't know. I th- I think it's it worked for sure. You see, they messed it up, and we're still contending. We're mm-hmm. first. It's crazy. So they literally did everything yeah. wrong. They yeah. fumbled and and tripped over themselves so many times and fell on their face, and then we're still here. We're still here because of all the <laughs> seeds that Sam Hankey planted. Because of Joel Embiid. Which, which proves <laughs> that the process worked. Exactly. Yeah, the process 100% worked. Um, I could understand if people look back 10 years from now and say the Sixers didn't win a, a championship. And if they use that as a measure, maybe, whatever, maybe. But that isn't the only measure. No. You know, it, it's, it would be way better if we won a championship, absolutely. But if you look at the last 30 years – we were horrible. In the last 30 years, we've been a top four seed five times. Three of those five times are from MB and Simmons. Yeah. The process worked. We we were mediocre. We were trapped. It's not it's not the only way to build a team, obviously, but it was the only way to build this team. People care. People care. People have people care for the first time since 2001. But they they said that the fans would never come back. Yeah. <laughs> so look fun. at that. And look at that. And look at everything. Scott O'Neill brought him back. It was only I used Scott to O'Neal. go. I used to go to. I used to go to like Dick's Sporting Goods, and and they had no Sixers stuff. It was all Flyers, Eagles, and Phillies, and they didn't even have like a. Maybe they had like two Iguodala jerseys. That's it. And like no one gave a shit. No one gave a shit. And now everybody gives a shit because the process worked. It's that simple. The fans came back. Fairweather fans came of- back for being a Sixers fan in like the 2000s, the early 2010s mm-hmm. because from other Philadelphia fans. 
Like they'll say, like root for a real Philadelphia sports team because uh, no Flyer- cared about the Sixers except for us. Colt Colt Flyers fans are just the worst. Ugh, <laughs> disgusting. And who's the Twitter guy that was like after last year they they bailed on the process? Like, what is that even? We were disgusted because we we knew from like a week in that we had made terrible decisions as a front office. Doesn't mean how does that like negate the the foundation of the process just like putting yourself in a position to land superstars and we did that the first year <laughs> we'll never be able to convert process haters and who they cares say, we don't want it, them it went from yeah. it didn't work to it took too long to work it went from three years of tanking to seven years of tanking which is totally untrue so funny. uh it's there i think i'm not one for premature victory laps but it's a pretty cold hard fact that the process worked in my opinion did i see uh i I guess the hall of fame inductees just happened and i think i saw a picture with like garnett and kobe's family did i see that that snake on the right i saw him on there too i saw him still standing upright apparently (laughs) would they photoshop his walker out (laughs) (laughs) did you actually he was on he was on skype they just kind of photoshopped him in (laughs) Did you guys see for Tim Duncan? You know who was there? No, but his hair was absurd. Brett Brown. So, uh, what? I did see so, that he was there. I didn't even realize. Pop, yeah. Oh, man. How'd he look? I, I didn't see. I mean, it was far away. He had a mask on. People were saying he looked terrible. But I, I, I don't think if you're making $10 million a year to not have to deal with the Sixers, that's, you're probably fine. He's probably on a – he probably lives on, a, on, the, on like some tropical beach in Australia. Yeah. Just chilling. He, he, Mm-hmm. he's probably he's probably stress-free he deserves it he deserves it i uh i'm not sure if they announced the playing schedule this week but it's going to be from uh tuesday to friday and i believe six games we're anticipating so that's going to be fun we'll see who we play it looks like uh the portland trailblazers are going to be in the sixth seed so we are going to get that Lakers Warriors playing game. Can't wait for that one. So I'm gonna order my my Dame Lillard jersey. I cannot wait. I I hope they sweep the fucking Nuggets, and and I hope Jokic wins MVP and all first team, and they oh, lose in the first oh, round. It'll be so great when they announce it after the season that mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what happened. Like Dwayne Casey, <laughs> like Dwayne Casey when he got fired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, how, how are they good? I know that Jamal Murray got hurt. Like, is Michael Porter that good? They're pretty well, deep. Jokic ain't, that's for sure. So it's got to be Aaron Gordon, junk. Austin Rivers is junk. And who the fuck is Facundo Campuzo? What? <laughs> that's not a real person. Facundo Campazzo, starting guard. And I don't even that's think insane. anyone's hurt. Unless, I don't know. I've heard have, rumors uh, that the um, – sorry, Dave. No, I was going to say, we got um, – the, um, the schedule is up for the playing tournament. Tuesday. Oh, go ahead. Two two games on Tuesday: Charlotte and Indiana at six thirty, Washington and Boston at nine. So we're Ooh, we're we're, we're tuned we're tuned into these fellows. We're we're these these games are uh, we get a good look at our potential first round opponent here. This right. is a, this Tuesday is exciting. Be a late night. Yeah, yeah. And then Wednesday we got seven thirty Spurs and Grizzlies. Probably won't watch that one. Huh? And then uh, <laughs> ten o'clock Warriors Lakers. I will be tuned uh, into that one. Ten o'clock. Oh, that's so wow. God, I'll watch it. I'll watch every second of it. Um. And then I guess the Thursday, Friday will be the the AFC games. I'm assuming. Wow. Uh, to be dated Thursday and Friday, yeah. 
And then so, I assume the East plays on Saturday then, just following that schedule. And then is that how the NBA usually does things? Like the East is on one day and the West is on another? I think they usually mix it. I don't think it's a, a set thing. Because you would know. think – I don't know. You would you're think talking playoffs like, or you're talking just the play-in? Playoffs, you mean? Play, well, playoffs because if, if the, the West, like round two of the play-in is on Friday, I doubt they're going to make those teams play again on Saturday. I don't know. How do you think about that? Oh, I've heard some rumors. I, I haven't seen a confirmation that the playoffs are starting on Sunday. What? I thought it was like locked in on Saturday. That's how it is in the past. I think this year it's it's Sunday. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I, could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Usually it starts on a Saturday. You're right. But I think this year they're starting on Sunday because of the play-in tournament. Mm. Um, did you get your email for playoff tickets, Joe? Oh, shit. Mine are tomorrow. I meant to Me text too. my friends and see if anyone wants to go. I gotta, um, I gotta get on that, and it's they only let you buy games one and three or two and four. Oh, really? Together, I guess yeah. They don't want to you do like pick, refunds. Yeah, just one or the other. They'll do refunds if they don't play three and four, obviously. Um, well, they, but oh, you can't, get, you can't yeah. get one and two, or you can't, you can't pick the games you want. It's just either one and three or two and four. Interesting. So. We'll talk offline what you're thinking. Yeah. I hope they don't start on Sunday because I'm working 12 to 8. So we'll see. Guys, we made it to the playoffs. We're almost there. One week. Let's let's enjoy this playing tournament. Oh yeah. Then we'll More worry about it. Let's, let's enjoy a, a week off for the for the boys in red, white, and blue. How about it? How about <laughs> it? Rest? A, full, a full week off before we start? Are you kidding me? I love Beautiful. it. Let's That's go. That's what we wanted. Um yeah. So with all that being said, guys, anything to plug before we leave for the night? No. No. Good. Well, guys, I appreciate appreciate you hopping on. Maybe we'll see if the schedule works out. Maybe we'll get a, a playoff preview, depending on when we know our opponent. We'll figure something out. But Sounds good. Other than that, guys, trust the process. That's right. Peace. MVP, MVP. See you. That's right. I'll yell it. I'll yell it.